Jason Cass, guys. Welcome back to Agency Intelligence Podcast. Uh, glad to be back with you. Uh, we've got some exciting things I want to talk about today. Not going to try and make this too long, but as you know, sometimes when I say that, it's the longest ones ever. You know now because this has been recorded and you can see how long it is. But I want to talk to you a little bit of a recap of where I've been, some of the stuff I've learned for you, uh, some of the things I want to talk to you about cleaning up your sites. And I don't mean your websites. I'm talking to you about your locations. I'm talking about the way that you handle your culture, your staff, uh, all different types of things like that. Picture your agency as a site and let's talk about cleaning that up. Something I'm bringing it back. Um, bringing that back from Brainshare because I got to tell you, AI Brainshare went off fantastic. Woo, it was a good time. Um, I heard so many great things. And here's the exciting thing is I'm, I'm making it different next year. Have, have you ever left a conference and you said to yourself, and I, I got all this great information. Now I go back and uh, the phone rings. I have to put fires out, whatever it could possibly be. Or, hey, I, I really got like all this, but how do I actually get it to work? How do I get it into practice? And I think that that's some of the stuff that where we're going to make it different where we're going to make it to where you're going to leave with something, where it's not going to be just about about brain sharing. It's not about the consultants and the speakers. It's actually breaking people into groups. It's about soliciting you months out and saying, what is that one thing in your agency that you want to do? And then I'm going to personally invite people. I've got more about this, but here's going to be the deal. There's actually going to only be 10 spots open for uh, AI brain share next year. Everybody else is going to be invite only. If you're a mastermind member, you're automatically invited. I'm going to have about a list of 30 people that I'm going to personally invite. And I'm probably going to take on another five, 10, maybe 15 who just say, Hey, I want to be a part of it. And the reason is, is because we have specific actions that we are going to strategically look at, create a structure and a, and a pathway and actually execute it so that when you leave, it's already going or it's already started or all you have to do is turn it over to this person and press play. That's what we're going to do. We're taking it far beyond talking and actually about doing because doers are the people who do things. All right. So keep that in mind. That's going to be exciting. Um, I just want to tell you guys as well, too, um, things have been going off so well. Like my agency has just been growing by leaps and bounds. Um, we literally just, Travis and I said, we don't have any time to deal with this, to deal with personal lines at all. So we just went and found a personal lines um, person and we, we looked at him and said, this guy is going to work. And of course he has. We've given him all the training. Our personal lines production is through the roof. And Travis and I are actually able to sell insurance that we like, which is our commercial niches. But most importantly, it's allowing us to work on the business. And so amazing how when we got out of the way and when we started saying, okay, let's take our money. I mean, we spent about thirty-five, about $38,000 in hiring Sean. We said, this is what it's going to take. This is what we're going to have to do. And that's just his costs, right? That's not all the training that we're going to have to put him through and all of our time that we have to do, all those soft costs, those things there. We know we're going to spend that. But I'm going to tell you what, ironically enough, two of our insurance companies, we got our largest amounts with them in personal lines. 
one of the one of the amounts was so large that I told our accountant, who happens to be uh, my significant other, my wife, I said, you've got to call them and ask them what where this is wrong. Well, she looks at the commission statement and the commission statement is just bam, bam, bam. She's like, Jason, it, just to be honest with you, it's overflowing with new business. And that that's really the truth. That's really what's happening. How are we getting our new business? That's what I said to myself. I said, let me go look at what I got because we keep we keep these 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 uh, statistics, okay? And we do the best we can. We have a referred by box. When we answer the phone, we say, hey, thanks for calling the Insurance Alliance. Can you tell us who referred you to us? See, that sets the mental note, tone right there to the person that, wow, they must get a lot of referrals. But also it kind of makes them tell me either who they referred to us or how did you find us? You're still getting that same. A lot of you guys have been saying, and I've even said in the past, ask, how did you find out about us? No, no, no. Who referred you to us? You still find out the same thing, but it sets a different psychology in the mind of the person who's calling in. So make sure that you do that. So we we do that and we record it inside of our AMS. I'm going to tell you it's probably about 80 to 90% accurate. I can't say that we probably put everybody in there and I don't know if we necessarily label everybody the correct way as well. It shows as if it was brought in from a producer. We show if it was brought in from a Google. I show if it was brought in from an online lead. I believe our website. I think there's one in there for Facebook and there's a couple others in there. And so where I'm looking at where we're getting our leads. There's just no doubt. I mean, there's no doubt, hands down, we are getting our leads from online, from people who are finding us on social sites, people that are finding us on Google. I, it's just amazing the amount of money that, or traffic that comes in. And Travis and I talk about it a lot and we're thinking to ourselves, like, like, what do we do? Like, we need to be taking this money and we need to be reinvesting it into things in the office that are going to give us a return on our investment. One of those being leads, right? You never want to be looking at where you're at now. You want to look at where the puck is going, right? So if we're looking at where the puck is going, do I know that when we achieve that certain time of one years, three years, five years from now, are we still going to be having all these leads coming in organically? Is that still going to be something we're going to do? I don't necessarily know because that's the scary part. It's like, well, what do we put our money into? Well, it's making sure that our SEO, it's making sure we have the best technology online. Google loves us. Let's start building out a YouTube academy. Let's our YouTube channel. Let's become, become a learning academy where we answer questions. Let's build up and bulk up our blogging. Let's actually start finding someone while we have the money right now to actually invest time in them to say, we need you to understand enough insurance, but what we really need you is for your blogging expertise. And we maybe we need to hire a videographer. Maybe we need to hire somebody who does nothing but follow me, Travis, our team, or goes around and just makes independent videos of our businesses. Is it time that we should, to, should we invest in that? Should we advance in um, advanced Facebook nurturing sequences? That's something my boy Preston Schmidley told me about and about just not being able, he calls it going for the jugular, not just going after them and saying, here's our ad, will you buy? But actually sending them through a sequence where it nurtures them so when the time is right, it's for them. And just running those on automatic, right? Should we be going out and investing in more producers? Is that some of the stuff that we should that we should be doing? And I don't really think there's any one wrong or right answer to this. I think you just have to say, what's the objective for our agency? 
Now, like the video, I just think that that has to be a piece of it, right? Of all the pieces that you're going to make up of, of this, of this genius. You got to have video in there. Just got to be. You've also got to, you've got to have some blogging. You've got to be feeding Google. Cause let me ask you this question real quick. What is the number one refer you have in your office? The number one, the person who gives you the most referrals is Google. It's not the person you're thinking in your head. It's Google. That's who gives you the best referrals. That's who gives you the most referrals. And guess what? When somebody is needing an answer to a question, that is the first place they go is to Google. So we want to do everything we can to make Google happy. Picture if there was a person sitting on the side of the road and they had this little building and that was their whole job. Everybody would go in there and say, hey, where do I go get this? Where do I get these shoes? Where do I get insurance? Where do I get the best haircut? Hey, where can I shop on Amazon? Hey, da, 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 da. And there was a person in there that just answered all those questions all day. That's all they did. Would you not want that person to know who you are? Would you not say to that person, how can I tell you more about who we are? How can I tell you more about who I am. How can I tell you more about the customer that we service and provide insurance to the best? Would you not do that? That's what Google is. They're constantly referring you business. It's your number one refer of everybody in America. It's a number one refer of any industry. It's their number one refer. So we've got to make sure that we're doing that. So some of those things is making video, investing in blog technology uh, and getting blogs done. Um, increasing our, our mobile apps. That's something we're not doing. And if for all of you guys know, I'm with Insurance Agency Mobile App. They are a huge sponsor of Grow. If you ever need to figure out somebody, call out there to Kiki and Matt. And the reason is, is it blows my mind because I'm looking right now and I'm saying to myself, I need to write this book and it's called The Great Separator. And what we're always talking about and, and what I'm going to start talking about is, is that the separator today is not just the customer experience, but how do you take that customer experience and really energize it, load it up, inject it with steroids so that it actually separates you from the other people down the road who already are now creating this customer experience. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast Certified. The only way that you're going to provide that type of experience is you've got to understand data, people, and process. Those are the three things that are going to be the great separator. And I'm going to talk about a lot of those at IOAO where I'm doing my keynote. And this is going to be my first time of unveiling some of these new thoughts and new methodologies that I have towards creating this because I'm really serious about this, folks. It's coming to the point in time that if you're not creating a customer experience, then you are so far behind it's ridiculous. And I know you're tired of hearing this word a lot because it's been around for the last 12 to 18 months. But keep in mind, I wrote a book about it four years ago. And so now, believe me, people are creating customer experiences out there and they are killing it. But now that we all have those customer experience, how do we maximize off of that? We've always got to go deeper. And how you're going to do it is by deciphering and understanding the data of your customer experience, the people 
involved in your customer experience, whether that's your employees or your actual insureds and prospects, or you've got to understand your processes of the customer experience. Because if you don't have the correct processes, you cannot systematically put the customer experience together. And when the customer experience fails, people inside the customer experience are not going to tell people outside the customer experience. Therefore, you're going to have to go back to normal sales of picking up the phone and calling and walking in the doors and having a 30 to 40% success rate. First, building the customer experience, getting people inside of the experience to tell other people about how great and unusual it is, which then brings you in referrals that have an 80% closing ratio. Costs a lot less money to get that one than it does to hire the producer and go get the 30 to 40% closing ratio. So these are things you got to do, right? One of the things that I wanted to talk about happened to be what Billy Williams said at AI Brainshare, which keep in mind, guys, if you guys want to get these recordings, you got to hit me at um, growprogram.com, um, adjacent at growprogram.com. You can also even go to the website, insuranceagencyintelligence.com, right to the website, and you can click right there and you can get these recordings. For $150, you get about eight hours worth of recordings from AI Brainshare that will rock your world. I'm telling you, you got to check them out. And so one of the parts, this is not even when Billy Williams was speaking. This is him sitting in the audience. And he asked if he could have the microphone um, because that's what we do. Everybody just talks and shares things. He and he talks about dirty sites. Check this out. Solve problems first. SPF. Solve problems first. So when you walk away from here, instead of looking at opportunities, Look at the problems in your agency first and let and work on the problems. I like that. First. That's good. That's good. Okay? The opportunities don't mean anything if you don't have a foundation. So think of it like this. What well let me ask the question. What's the first thing that you do when you get ready to build a house? What's the what's the first thing that happens when you get ready to build a house? Plans. Everybody says foundation. Everybody says plans. Uh, no, no. What's the first thing that happens? No, no. No, the first thing that happens is you do your site cleanup. Because if you don't clean up the site, you can't build a foundation. You have to remove the trees and the roots and the trash and all this other stuff. If you don't clean up the site, you can't build a foundation. A lot of you got dirty sites. Okay? Seriously. Amen. Come on. You got dirty sites. You're you're talking about, oh, I need to change my staff. I need to change my agency management system. I need to change this. When you really need to look at you first and go, what do I need to change about me as a leader? What do I need to change about the way my agency views our culture? There are four types of discipline in a business. Self-discipline, accountability, automation and technology, and outsourcing. That's it. Those are the only four types of discipline that it takes for you to run your business. And self-discipline will always disappoint you because it's built on emotion. And you're always going to get emotional. So you don't rely on self-discipline. You rely on accountability, automation and technology, and outsourcing. If you do that and you SPF it, you know what I'm saying, solve your problem first, all this stuff that you're hearing won't overwhelm you. You'll do exactly what Kirk said. You'll go in, what do I need to solve now? What do I want to solve later? And what, uh, what am I going to get rid of? 
It's that simple. Don't make this complicated, guys. SPF. You see what I'm talking about? That's how Billy does it. Billy makes it simple. This is why he's in our mastermind. This is why he comes to our brain shares because we want something just like that. SPF, solve problems first. And that's what Billy was talking about. Once again, he wasn't even, this isn't even the hour when Billy was helping me with the, with the microphone. So you're not even knowing about the 23 processes that he, Billy talks about. And we'll talk about that as I end the podcast. But you have to start thinking about cleaning up your site. Like he says, we can, we can, I've heard Billy say before, who's in charge of your office? Who's in charge of your office? Think about it right now. Who's in charge of your office? It's not what you're thinking. Culture is in charge of your office. If you don't believe so, leave for two weeks, come back, find out what happened. It's almost like character, right? It's character is what people do when no one's looking. That's almost what your culture is. The agency owner can leave and it still functions as it's supposed to. It's the culture you've set. It's the it's the it's about finding job owners rather than the job renters. It's the culture you set. You have to clean your site up first before you can build that foundation. And that's the problem we have. That's the problem a lot of us are in right now is that we didn't realize that. It's not the fact that we're stupid. It's not the fact that we're lazy. It's the fact that we needed to feed the family. And so we started writing business, right? Anything that would fog a mirror, boom, we were on it. We were trying to trying to get it so that, man, I could make that 200 bucks. Can I put this person in a better position? Sure can. What do I got to do to write it so that I can make money so we can have some Christmas presents? I get it. I get it. I've been in the industry for 17 years now. I get that as well. But there has to be a time and point where you stop and you say, okay, we're going to have to figure some stuff out. Now, why am I, why am I so passionate about this? Not only did I just spend three days with like literally 80 of the best agents in America that I personally know, probably not all of them, but most of them were there. It's, it's about the fact that this is what Travis and I did. Travis and I, back at the end of June, we hired a consultant who came in and we sat with him just for a day, Travis and I. He was here for three days and the first day it was just Travis and I. And he just basically said, Everything that's going on in this office and that has been going on in this office, every contract, every rule, every procedure, as far as when the time that we open the office to the time we close this office, we're taking everything off the table. Everything comes off the table. And we'll eventually put everything back on one at a time. There may be some things that have to come back on immediately. There may be some things that never get put back on. But we're going to go through each one of those and bring them back on. And that is a great strategic, simplified way to help build a culture. Take everything. And this is now you would say, well, what does that mean, Jason? That means everything, right? The only thing that got kept was basically what our staff is being paid, and they know that that's changing as well. And actually, they're all getting a 10% pay increase. But Travis and I, our contract, other than ownership of the agency, our contract that we had from the very beginning, ripped up, thrown out. Contracts with producers, as of right now, everything's staying the same, but going forward, ripped up, thrown out. Everything was redone. 
And that's the way we're slowly starting to change our culture. Now, as Billy even says, if you listen to some more of the AI um, uh, brain share recordings, he'll tell you it takes 12 to 18 to 24 months when you really working on your agency for you to get it turned around to where you need. And like he said, it's amazing how everybody it took forever for you guys to mess up your agency, but you want to get it fixed in a day. It's not going to happen. So that's some of the stuff that that we keep talking about there. So it has to do with your site cleanup. So once again, you know, listen to that. And if you've got somebody in mind, go back and play him that part of the podcast where Billy is stipulating that in there, because I'm telling you, it is crucial. And if you really want to find out more about the AI brain share um, uh, recordings, please check up, check out insuranceagencyintelligence.com, insuranceagencyintelligence.com. That's our website right there on the homepage. Boom. You can click there and they're only $150. So 150 bucks, you get all of them. They're edited right to you. Simple as can be. I know you're going to love them. No, you're going to love them. So one of the things you're really going to love on there though, and I want to close with this is Billy says that, um, in the English language, there are 171,000 words, 171,000 words that are commonly used. And we use 26 letters to make all those 171,000 words. Now, The thing about it is, is that he has discovered 23 processes and no matter how big, how small, how many people work there, how many people don't work there, how messed up it is, how old archaic, how new it is, doesn't matter what type of agency it is. He can take these 23 processes and scale any agency. Just like those 171,000 words that are made up of 26 letters, he can scale over the 100 and some thousand agencies that are in uh, in America today. I think there's around 38,000 independent agencies. He could scale any one of them with these 23 processes. Now, what we're going to do in the mastermind is we are going to start going through those processes and finding out who's got what process already invented and piecing it together and dissecting. Now, your process may look different than my process, but if I don't have a process at all, yours has got to be better. So let me start with that. And we're going to share that and hold each other accountable. We've got Billy. He's not coming on this week on our mastermind, He's but he's going to be coming on on the first uh, Thursday or say the second Thursday of October. He's going be coming on and helping us go through these processes, but that's what we're going to do. But think about that. Think if there were 23 processes that you could just bring into any agency and scale it. Doesn't that sound a little too simple? It is because that's what we do at AI BrainShare. We take things that are tough and we break them down to the simplistic so that you and I can understand them and roll on with our agency, clean up our sites, create a culture of excellence, stop worrying unnecessarily always about opportunities and fix problems first. This has been Jason Cass with Agency Intelligence Podcast. I'm so glad you're here and stay tuned. Got another one rolling soon. I'm out. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. 
go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, in virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.